This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, thumbs up, headsets on. We go in three, two, one. Hey, let's do the podcast. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Um, I must uh, tell you that I have completed season one, and there's only one season so far, of Milf Manor. Okay. I actually watched the entire... I thought you didn't like it when you started watching it. I, I ended up liking it. Oh, okay. I gave it, an, I gave it a second episode chance. It was not as terrible as I would have thought. Right. But I will say it was a little strange seeing these women in their late 40s, early 50s being interested in 20-year-old dudes. Why? It just think looked they want old curmudgeons. Well, no, but it but it made me think like that's what women must think when they see old dudes with 20-year-old women. Incredibly jealous of it. Yeah, for sure. But I'm saying like it just is like it looks like it looked strange because the Looks twenty like year old children, yeah, because the twenty year old boys are boys. Yeah, but I guess There's that's the same with twenty year old girls. There's a f- mm. see to me, women look older, younger, yeah, than guys do. I think there's a, I don't know what the age is, but at some point you lose that boyish look. Girls, it. I mean, I've told you this how many times. I got friends who have girls that are fourteen, fifteen years old, and sometimes when they're done up, it's like, dude, she looks like she's twenty five, right? And like legit look like they're twenty five. I don't. You don't find a fifteen year old boy that looks like like looks like that. That's a good point, Jerry. So, but I do think you're right. I think most women that see an older man with a younger girl are incredibly jealous of it. And I, I don't know what guys think. I don't know. I to me, whatever. If you want to go out with a twenty five year old guy, go out with a twenty five year old. Giselle Bunchen's doing it now, right? Isn't yeah. Everybody doing it. So, but, uh, yeah, I don't know how young that jujitsu instructor is. I don't think he's in his 20s. Larsa Pippen, we talked about her today. Yeah, She's 48. Her guy is 32. Yeah. I think I think for anyone, once you hit the 30s, it's not as weird. Like Agreed. Like a 50-year-old dating a 20-year-old, no matter whether it's male, female, whatever, is just feels and looks weird now. Yes, and I think the 50-year-old and the 30-year-old is not so bad either. I'm with you on that. But there's a line there, too. When the 50-year-old is into those late 60s where they start to look older. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't look so bad for a middle middle part of your life, but it does start to. You know how you can really tell how old people are, you know, on this this MILF show? So they were they were at a resort, and when they're, when they're doing things indoors and they're all made up and they're uh, being asked questions as part of the, like, part of the show. Yeah. 
versus in the sun. The sun does not hide anything, Jerry. That's fair. When the sun hits a person, you could see everything. Even like every uh, imperfection, like stretch marks, and you could see dimply butts, face like little, Im, little, oh, sure. little hairs yeah, yeah. where a mustache would be on a woman. Right. It's weird, as opposed to the makeup hiding it. Yeah, or just even the regular lighting. That yeah. bright sun is not your friend as you get older. I, I could see that. After I saw that, I'm gonna stay completely out of the sun this uh, summer. You stay out of the sun anyway. Well, even more so. <laughs> You don't go until after dark no. when you're walking your dog. Yeah. <laughs> I have a podcast recommendation for you, You better get Jerry. out today. 62 no, degrees today and sunny. Today's going to be Al, Al Day. Yes, it should be. I'm going to be walking that dog a bunch of times so he could roam around, enjoy the weather. I'm sure. going to open my my slider, Jerry. If I was you, and yeah. I, don't, I don't mean what you should do. I'm saying if I was you in your position yeah. and I was single, today would be the type of day, especially with our hours, I would get home by noon. I would make lunch. And I would just pound drinks all day sitting on the terrace watching people and staring at the ocean. Really? And I would probably get hammered today. Yeah. And then get to bed by 6 o'clock. Yeah. Well, listen, if I didn't have a dog, that sounds like a great idea. Fair enough. I'm just saying that would be my yeah. goal for today. Margaritas, beer, whatever you want. I like beers. And I would just have a blast sitting yeah. there in the sunshine. Right. It's like it's been so long since we've had a 60-plus degree I'm going to do day. that today, Jerry. I'm not going to get hammered, but I'm going to have a beer. You should. On the deck. See, I can't just have one. In weather like that? Yeah. Three. <laughs> three beers. Three. I'll have one beer. But spread out over a couple hours. Yes. Or 15 minutes. Depends on how depends it's going. On the, <laughs> depends on how nice it is out. Yes. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Oh, podcast recommendation. Yeah. So there's a podcast from a group of guys that are called The Minimalist. Yeah. They, actually, they did a documentary on Netflix a number of years ago. They're like the the most famous people that tried to get you to live a minimalist life. Right, which well, I'm not interested in, but I'm interested in what this podcast is. So they had on as a guest uh, Dr. Paul Saladino, who is the guy I tell you about that I follow on Instagram, who is all about eating meat and vegetables. Yes, who we tried getting on. And just didn't even respond. Correct, which is rude. ignored us. Which is rude, Paul. Should have tried to get him off the podcast, might have had more luck. Right. Right, he probably looked at it and was like, radio? I'm not doing radio, I'm doing minimalist podcasts. <laughs> Seriously. So he's on there pitching his his act, Jerry, which is eat meat, eat dairy, eat uh, vegetable. Uh, I'm sorry, eat fruit. Is eggs part of dairy? Yes. It is, okay. What he doesn't want you to eat, Jerry, is lectins, which is vegetables, uh, seeds, um, yeah, I'm out. Uh, uh, and uh, beans. I just said cashews. I'm going to have sunflower seeds on the way home, and I'm going to yeah. enjoy them. Oh, Jerry, I love the sunflower seeds. Keeps me seeds. awake. Yep, same here. Yep. But, Jerry, he says if you're thriving, don't worry about it. If you're not thriving. Thriving? Like you're doing really well health-wise. If you're if you're not thriving and you're looking to see what could be causing I it, see. you start eliminating some things. Understood. And that's, that's what he's all about. I think every I think every person has a different diet probably for themselves. Yes, that, you know, what works for you probably ain't going to work for me. What works for me ain't going to work for you. I did uh, I did reach out to another company. For ingredients? Yeah. Well, you really need a hobby other than this. Well, this is my hobby. No, but this is this is not healthy. There's a, and I, I put this on my Instagram story over the weekend. I saw in the store, in the granola bar section, a granola bar called Junkless. Oh, I've never seen those before. Brand what store was this? This was in Stop and Shop. Okay. Junkless. Okay. So I said, okay, that seems cool. It was like, no artificial list. No, da, da, da. 
Dextrose, so I, sucralose, what's in it? Well, I looked on their ingredients list, and they've got canola oil, which is terrible, and four different kinds of sugar. So how do they call it junk list then? So that's what I wrote to the company, and they responded to me. Really? And they said, uh, as we say on our front, no, we have no artificial sweeteners. Well, no, yeah. Okay, great. So you're using... Three different kinds of sugar, but... I mean, the second thing is brown rice syrup. Which is sugar. That can't be good. No, it's not. It's a, it's a, like, read their ingredients if you have I it. am. I have okay. them up right here. Whole oats. Okay, Okay, fine. that's fine. Brown rice syrup. Which is sugar. Dark chocolate chips. Okay. But then in parentheses, it says dried cane syrup. Correct. That's sugar. So that's second, not good. So that's a second type of sugar. Okay. Cocoa butter. I'm not even sure, but let's that leave is. that as fine. Doesn't sound good. Soy... I'm sorry, soy lectin. Not good. Whatever that is. Vanilla, which is, which is artificial. Fine. Well, oh, that if, is it's okay. regular, if it's regular oh, vanilla no, no, extract, okay. is fine. Uh, rice flour. No. Sugar. More sugar. That's the third sugar you've mentioned. Malt extract. Which I think might be another sugar. I don't know what the hell that is. But I'm not sure. Evaporated cane sugar. Okay, more sugar. <laughs> Canola oil, Terrible. non-GMO, whatever Doesn't that matter. means. And vanilla extract. Okay. That's like a lot of junk. So that I wrote sounds the, like a lot of junk. So I copied each one of the things, and I wrote, this is junk. Yeah. So what'd they say? They wrote back, and they they gave me the, the spiel on the front of the box, which says, no artificial preservatives, no artificial sweeteners, which is true, but you've got four different kinds of sugar. Yeah. I would not consider that junkless. Correct. That's, what, that's all I said. I'm like, you're not junkless. I don't think it's compared to the other ones that are out there. I don't think it's terrible. Right, that but is that's not what, junkless. Right. But that's what everyone does. They'll say, this is what my battle with uh, the people who make the acai bowls. Sure. Last yeah, no, summer I, I was battling them. They go, well, it's better than eating pizza. See, yes. And, and again, for regular society, that's true. The problem is when you, when you run up against smart people that actually care, you're going to lose that battle. Right. I, my whole thing is don't. Like, ice cream is never going to pitch you on it being healthy. No, no, not at all. And we know going in, I'm going to eat an ice cream. I'm going to enjoy an ice cream today. The idea of calling a thing junkless or saying acai bowls are healthy when they're not, that's where I have a problem with it. I think we've gotten... You think about the extremes we have. Yeah. So we're in a society now where sugar, sugary cereals, no joke, can be advertised as healthy. Right. When we know they're not. Right. Like you got to be an idiot not to think like Honey Nut Cheerios aren't, they're not the best option. Yes. Not the worst option, they ain't the best option. And then you've got granola bars out there where companies will claim that they're pretty good, like a Quaker chocolate chip. That's not good. No, it's not good. That's where a company like this, where they go, it ain't junk like that. Right. But it's also not the perfect bar either, which also exists. So it's like they go after trying to be what they're not, although they're better than the extreme wrong way. Right. So some are better than others. 100%. Of course. There are a couple There's always something better than others. Right. Are those RX bars good or no? The well, three ingredient RX bars? No. The problem with the, the RX bars is they have quote unquote natural flavors, which okay. are not natural. That's the only ingredient that's not good in those. But the rest of them is fine. The rest is fine. Got but it. But people like me will not eat that because of the natural flavors. Understood. But compared to a Quaker Oats granola bar, it's five yes, times better. Much better. Right, exactly. It's a better choice. Yeah. It's kind of like, do you ever see 
You ever, you ever read the magazine Men's Health? I'm sure you have, I used right? to many years ago. Do you ever see the book that they published called Eat This, Not That? Yes. And the whole idea of that, and they tell you on the first couple of pages, do not mistake these choices for being 100% healthy. They don't phrase it like that, but that's essentially their message. But what they are saying is kind of what I've always said. What they are saying is if you're someone that's having a Big Mac three times a week, if you substitute it with grilled chicken sandwich, you're going to see a, a good reduction in, in the calories that you're taking and also the crappy protein that you're eating. And over time, you will see a difference because you're eliminating, you might be still eating crap, but it's better crap than <laughs> the worst crap. And it's a whole thing about, all right, so you don't want to quit everything cold turkey. Diets like that don't work long term. So instead of if you're someone that snacks on a Snickers bar every single day, why don't we try weaning you off that? Oh, Snickers is not the worst of them, but you get my point. Maybe you have a Hershey bar every day. Why don't we try weaning you off it with peanut M&Ms? Still not great, but better for you than what you're doing. And it's it's like this, this five-step process of getting a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better to where potentially, and I do think you would see this in your evolution too, potentially you become like you where you really are only eating the proper nutrients because if i go back when you were eating a bag of i'm not even talking about the tostitos and we're back in astoria and you said you would eat a bag of potato chips yeah with a sandwich to where you are now you didn't go from that to here right you had a nice steady decline detox if you will of crap to where you and i think if you follow that book you might it's gonna take time but i think you could get there slowly as well by kind of weaning yourself off the bad stuff right it's trying to eliminate the really bad stuff first and see For how sure. you do with that. For sure. But that's but that's where, whether the advertising is false or not, that's where I think the acai, whatever the hell it's called. Acai bowls. Where they're competing with McDonald's and Burger King right. and places like that. They're saying, hey, come here. Maybe it's not the healthiest, but it's goddamn healthier than that. The problem is for someone like you, that's not what you're looking for. You right. claim to be healthy, be healthy. But I can make, like, I'll make my own acai bowl where it is good. Right. Because the acai isn't the problem. It's fine. It's all the it's, other crap it's and when sugar. when you throw the sugar into right. mix it in, which is not needed. Right. Really is not. Um, okay, so that guy, Dr. Paul Saladino, he's on Minimalist Podcast. It's pretty good so far. Okay. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, Roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Um, What else do I have here? Oh, you know people were complaining about uh, Taylor Swift tickets? Yeah, for sure. And Bruce Springsteen tickets yes. in particular, that uh, Ticketmaster. And we talk about this all the time, how they have all of these crazy fees that they hit you with. Yes. 
Uh, sometimes hundred, like if you buy four tickets, sometimes the fees are over a hundred dollars. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. It's crazy, hundred percent. So we've heard from Taylor Swift and Bruce Springsteen, where well, we don't control that. That's Ticketmaster. Well, of all bands, Jerry, The Cure is on a tour. Is everything all right? Other, it's like a. Yes. It sounds like the police are. It's like no, no. no I, tur- I actually turned my mic off so you wouldn't hear that. Oh, I got a notification. Someone was in the driveway. I think they're delivering the dumpster. Oh, that's cool. So that's what that's what I was checking. Oh, okay, good. So The Cure. The Cure, the band The Cure and their lead singer Robert Smith took to social media to say, hey, our fans are showing us what you're charging for these uh, these fees. Mm-hmm. Do you know that Ticketmaster refunded everybody? Good. Why did Bruce Springsteen and Taylor Swift, they definitely have more pull than Robert Smith of The Cure. You would, have, you would think a lot more pull. A lot Not more pull. Not even close. Right. I don't know. You're telling me they couldn't have stood up to Ticketmaster? I don't know. It's not, and it's not even just Ticketmaster anymore. It's StubHub, oh, it's, it's SeatGeek, yeah. it's, it's, it's Vivid, it's, right? Vivid Tickets, yeah. I think, is a new one. Yep. It's Ticketmaster. I mean, even the ones for our show. Yeah. On April 7th, the fees were split. The fees were, the tickets were, how much were they? I think f- tickets were 50 bucks. And I want to say the fees were $14. That's so silly. I think they were four. Yeah, they were. No, twelve fifty. I think is what they were. A ticket? I think they were twelve fifty a ticket. Yeah, I think so. That's crazy. Matter of fact, yes, because I like, bought. What two, are they based? On? I bought two tickets from Danielle. They were one hundred and thirty-five dollars for two yeah. tickets. What What does that fee even mean? I have no idea. And yet, you what are you going to do? Not pay it? Right. Well, guess what? Then you don't get the tickets. Yeah, that's why I can't figure out how the Cure was able to. Not only did they refund tickets for. To refund the fees for anybody who paid it, they knock the fees off for all their future dates. Good. It's what they should all demand. I gotta get this Robert uh, Smith. But it's but it's the same thing I've always told you too, or I've I've said to my dad when. So I don't I don't pay my taxes quarterly. I don't. Um, or even though I owe every year, I just I wait. Tell me what the bill is, and then there's always like. $90 interest or $85 really? interest accrued because I didn't pay them quarterly or 80 whatever it is. And my dad's like, oh, you're wasting money. I'm like, okay. I'm like, my I owe $9,000 in taxes, Dad. <laughs> I said, do you think I care about $88? <laughs> I said, if my accountant told me this year I owe 11000 instead of $9,088, I'm going to say, oh, I'll pay the 11000 right. What the hell is the difference? So I think in a case like this, just add it to the ticket and don't tell us. Just tell us what the ticket costs. Right. And stop adding all this crap. Tax, I get. All right, fine. Tax is one thing. It goes to the government. But anything else, just tell me what the ticket costs and knock off all these other charges. Even if you build them in, don't tell me about it. That's why there's still certain places, and I do not know of many of them, but I know like the Stone Pony does this. You can, when tickets go on sale for their shows, you can go to the Stone Pony. The box office? And buy them right then and there without fees. It's great. That's the way it should be. And you get an actual ticket, old school style. Yeah, which Print I Print like. it out. That is kind of cool. Yeah. Not only that, you would think if you need the fees, it would be for paying someone to sell the damn ticket to you in person. Right. Online, it's all automated. Right. Like, I don't know. Does It doesn't make sense. It's never made sense, and yet we have no choice. I'm thinking of going to see The Cure now just to support Robert Smith. Maybe that was part of his motivation. Right. Is he playing oh, anywhere? The, they're, they're selling out everywhere. Garden. The Cure is? Yeah, they sold Are out they the really? Garden. Just goes to show our generation loves to do things. Yeah. You know, and doesn't matter how much music. it costs. Yeah. We love it's our no- nostalgia. Very true. Uh, are you familiar? Do you remember the movie Say Anything? 
Uh, I'm aware of it. I never saw yeah, it. Yeah, it was the one where it's uh, what the heck's that uh, actor's name? No, I don't know. But I know, I know the story you're going. He to. holds the radio up to try to get the girl. Mm-hmm. Well, that woman, her name is Ioni Sky. She's an actress. She's our age, right? She's uh, yeah, she is fifty. Yeah, I think fifty-two, fifty-three. Okay. Yep. Uh, the movie was Say Anything. Mm-hmm. Robert uh, Cusack. That sounds John right. Cusack. Wow. Yep. I'm all over the place. John Cusack was in Say Anything with her. Mm-hmm. She was the girl. She was the love interest. So she is shopping a book now. Now, she was from Say Anything. The name of her book is called Say Everything, mm-hmm. where she details, Jerry, all of the rockers sh- and famous people she slept with. Yeah, I saw the one thing I saw in the story was how she says how deviant she was. Yeah. And how deceitful. Yes. Now, that's fine. And I'm sure it'll sell well, but she's got teenage kids. Yes. Why would you, unless she's hurting for money, why would you put this out there I don't now? know. Now you want to tell me the kids are, you know, three months old and a year old and you'll explain it to them in 10 years. All right. Not great, but fair enough. I read one's 16 and one's 15 or 14 oh my gosh, and 15. That's a terrible age. Like, to so, it's this. funny because the other day, the other day, Joseph's on his phone. We're coming back from baseball practice and he's... I'm like, what are you doing? Because I could see a picture of me on his phone. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm Googling you. I'm like, why? He goes, I'm Googling you. Why do these, I don't need, not only to mention who it is, but he's yeah. like, why do these people hate you so much? I'm like, Joseph, you, you can't read it. Don't Google it. Just let it go. I'm like, some people hate me. Some people like me. And some people don't give a crap about me. Yeah. So it's just the nature of what we do. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I and mean, you could see he was bothered by it. He's 12. Yeah. And he's like wondering why, like, what do I do that people dislike me so much? Right. Whatever. That's one thing. This is like, wow. It's kind of like watching the Pamela Anderson documentary. She's sitting there with her, her boys who are what, 20, 22. Yeah. And she's talking about these sex tapes and these sexual romps. It's like, ma. Like, right. You're still our mom. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, this is the weird one. She said that when she was 14, she dated Anthony Kiedis, who was 24. I think 16 and uh, 14 and 22. Oh, okay. Something like that. Six-year age gap. Eight years. Eight years. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, when he was a heroin addict. Oh, 24 and 16. That's what it was. 24 and 16. 16. Eight-year age gap. Yes. How she dated him while he was a heroin addict. She was married to one of the Beastie Boys. Yeah. After s- Kiedis. Yeah, and slept around on him with all sorts of people. Yeah. I'm somewhat interested in... I'll read the articles about the book when it comes out. I'm not going to sit down and read that book. What do I care? No, I'll... But I'm uh, interested enough to some read the excerpts, maybe. Yeah, excerpts. Anthony Kiedis is interesting because he had he had sex for the first time when he was 12, I believe. Oh. That he revealed in his book. Had a terrible upbringing, as you can imagine. His yeah. dad was nuts. I don't, I don't remember about his mom, but I, when he went to live in L.A. with his dad, his dad used to have these crazy parties, and I don't even know if his dad set it up. I don't remember, but he slept with a woman at like 12 or 13 years old. I think his dad did set it up. I, I think that's I remember what I, this story from like Howard Stern. I don't. I haven't read the book in a long time, but I that's vaguely weird. remember that his dad helped him have his first sexual encounter at 12 or 13 years old. Oh, right. And then he was into drugs by the time he was 15, yeah. 16. So... And that's where you read the book and you see where all the songs came from and what the songs mean. It's crazy. You think, hey, great song. And then you yeah. realize, oh, because you were strung out on heroin hiding under a bridge. Hmm. Yeah. That makes that song have different meaning. Got it. Right. 
something. Yeah, certain songs that you relate to. And that is always weird. Like if it's a song you like and you go, let me... Uh, Google the meaning? Yeah, let me Google this. And you're like, what? Yeah. Pretty wild. Even actually. when things seem straight up one way, once you're told what the writer meant, and then you go back and look at it, go, hmm. Yeah, it makes you think. Yeah. It really does. It also makes you think, too, and I don't know why this is. Even like listening to someone like Pink, who is, I, I heard her with Howard Stern, listening to her upbringing and the things that she's battled and what a lot of her songs are about. Like, goddamn, like the, some of the most talented musicians are really hurting. <laughs> From yeah. what maybe that's what brings out their art and their I don't know, but it is seems like it. It certainly does. It's pretty um the one thing that seems clear, and it's not everybody for sure, but a lot of musicians really had tough times growing up. But I don't, don't know. I why think that a is. lot of creative people. Maybe. Like super creative people. Yeah. Artists, painters, Jerry, poets, singers. Those yeah. are the only creative people I could think of. Well, it sounds like a lot. Yeah. That sounds like uh, many of them, actually. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. <laughs> All right, Jerry, let's... That's do, it? Yeah, I think that's it. All right. Let's do the warm-up program. We'll be back here tomorrow on a Wednesday. For are those, you junkless? Junkless, Jerry. <laughs> junkless. For those of you who have uh, the ability to get out today, live, Jerry. It's going to be 61 degrees. Or drink four or five beers and have a good afternoon. Oh, that would be good, too. That would be nice, too, Jerry. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to live today. I, I believe you'll have one. I think I will have one as well. You ever have, like, flutters in your arm like I'm having right yeah, now? Yeah, like uh, muscle spasms, right? So weird. Yeah. Like right now, even, it's like my arm's doing Morse code. Yeah. It's, it's, you can look sometimes, it'll move. Crazy. Yeah, that is weird. Huh. It's a twitch, Jerry. That's a twitch. So... <laughs> 